You're listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beltway Beef. Today, I'm joined by NCBA's CEO, Colin Woodall. Uh, Colin, we are so happy to have you on the podcast today. It's good to be with you. Well, Colin, this has certainly been an exciting year. There's been a lot going on, especially in the policy space. Uh, we know farmers and ranchers out in the countryside have really been active in NCBA's grassroots policy process. So we just wanted to get you on the podcast today to talk a little bit about what we've been doing in the policy space. So let's backtrack a little bit and just start out by talking about the top priorities we set at the beginning of 2021. You know, as part of each year here at NCBA, we sit down and we look at the political landscape, we look at our policy book, and we look at the hot topics and decide where are we going to focus all of our attention. It's always unique to have that discussion in a presidential election year or a presidential year where you have a, a new administration come on board because uh, you really kind of, you're, you're starting to feel them out a little bit and determine where are they going to be. So we knew we wanted to focus in areas such as environment, for example, being one of them, because we had no doubt that environmental issues were going to be a hot topic for this administration. So throughout the year, it's been a bit of an adventure to kind of see where this administration is going to shake out as far as priorities. But everything that they came at us with, we had either policy on or a priority put in place so that way we could engage. And when you look at where we are today versus where we are a year ago, we have to ask ourselves the question, what has been done to us? And right now, Nothing has been done to us because we've been able to win a lot of those battles. So you brought up a really good point about the administration. And I think early on, there were a lot of concerns, especially from cattle producers and and farmers and ranchers across the country about what this administration was going to do to some pretty important regulations um, and pieces of legislation that have been really important to cattle producers and farmers and ranchers. So can you talk a little bit about how NCBA has gone about working with the administration and working with this new Congress, um, even if we have differing opinions? As a trade association, one of the things that we have to do is work with both sides of the aisle. You do not have the luxury of choosing one side or the other to spend all of your time with because that's just not how Washington, D.C. works. And if you make that decision to only work with Republicans, only work with Democrats, you are going to be extremely disappointed with your overall results. So one of the reasons why NCBA's Washington, D.C. office has had over 50 years of success in the nation's capital is because we can cross the aisle. We can build relationships with both sides. And that's exactly what we have done here, not only building relationships with President Biden and his administration, but also with the democratically controlled uh, House and Senate. And we have a lot of great friends that work for us pretty hard every day on both sides of Capitol Hill. All you have to do is look at Chairman David Scott, the chairman of the House Ag Committee. He is a big supporter of the U.S. cattle industry and a great friend of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and somebody that I have a lot of respect for and a lot of faith in to help us make good decisions 
for our producers. So we have a lot of people that we can go to and depend on. When you look specifically at the administration, you know, we got off to a pretty good start when there were memos talking about how when it comes to climate change, having livestock and agriculture at the table was important for the president to achieve his goals. And sure enough, we've been at the table. Now, we haven't been without our challenges, whether it was 30 by 30 that came out, whether it's been the, the tax provisions that have been proposed, WOTUS. Uh, there's, there's a lot of fights out there. But the thing that everybody needs to keep in mind is we're still very much alive. We're still in the middle of the fight. And so far, uh, we have not seen any of these things be completed uh, with us as the target yet. So reflecting back on this year, what do you think has been our biggest accomplishment? I think the biggest accomplishment was pushing back on all of the agricultural tax provisions that were proposed. When you look at the infrastructure package, the Build Back Better package, and some of the initial conversations on that legislation and the president's agenda, it was really balanced on the backs of all of us as cattle producers with things such as eliminating like-kind exchanges, uh, getting rid of the step-up and basis. I mean, we were really in the crosshairs on this. And had they been successful in getting it done, we would have seen a significant tax liability be placed on cattle producers and everybody in agriculture. So the fact that we are sitting here in December and we've been able to keep that at bay, uh, been able to defeat a lot of those and even get our Democratic friends to step up and say this is not the way to do it, I think is by far the number one achievement for NCBA here in 2021. So going off of the work that we did on taxes, we saw a huge participation from our grassroots base, our membership. We had over a thousand letters sent to members of Congress through our grassroots policy campaign. Can you talk about the importance of you know, members continuing to stay active throughout this next year? One of the benefits of membership in this association is the fact that there is a full-time team in Washington, D.C working sometimes seven days a week to make sure that NCBA's policy is being advocated for and that we are protecting the rights and the policy priorities of our membership. And that is one of the reasons why NCBA has the reputation that it does in Washington. It's one of the reasons why we have been so effective as an association. And that shows in the fact that uh, we were one of the only, if not the only, ag trade groups that kept our offices open throughout the entire pandemic because we knew we had to be there in person to build these relationships and to get the job done. But still, we need help, especially on big items such as these tax proposals and on things such as Waters of the United States, which, of course, is, is back uh, in front of us again. And that's where the grassroots engagement is so important, because we can go in, we can build relationships with these House members, these Senate members, and it makes a big difference. But when they hear from somebody who is actually going to be stepping in the voting booth and voting either for them or against them, it really ups the ante and makes a bigger impact. So I look back at the tax fight in particular and the, the significant and outstanding grassroots engagement that we received. I think that probably is one of the reasons why we were able to win that fight. And now that we are looking at Waters of the United States, having our members sign the petition, having our members engage in the, uh, the, the public meetings that are going on, that will help us ultimately get a Waters United States that doesn't look anything near what we saw in 2015 with President Obama's role. So we, uh, we continue to 
encourage everybody, get engaged, be a member of NCBA, look for the calls to action, and take full advantage of that opportunity to engage with your members of Congress. So if you had one message to share with our membership, what would it be as, as we reflect on this year and, and all of the things that we've done together and, and finally got to get together at convention and, and have kind of a normal year? What would you say to our membership as we go into the next year and, and continue that fight? I want the membership of NCBA to understand that while, yes, we had a lot of trepidation coming into 2021, especially with President Biden and the new administration, and while, yes, we have a lot of fights in front of us, we have been extremely successful in building a relationship with the president and his staff and getting them to understand what is really going on on cattle operations across this country, to get them to understand that when it comes to climate change and their climate change agenda, that cattle production is actually part of the solution. We're not part of the problem fact that we can have the opportunity to sit down and visit with USDA, to visit with EPA about waters in the United States, the Department of Interior is something that we are proud of and allows us to be very nimble in the way that we engage and be effective in the way that we engage. So while, yes, there's a lot of very negative rhetoric in the world today regarding uh, the president and the administration when it comes to his engagement with the cattle industry, we feel that we've had a lot of successes. And as uh, former president of NCBA, J.D. Alexander from Nebraska once said, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And we are at the table and we are making sure that our voice is being heard. So I want everybody to understand that while, yes, when you watch the news, sometimes it seems like it's nothing but bad news with the wins that we have had, with the engagement that we have had, NCBA is making a difference and we're getting the job done in Washington, D.C. Well, thanks, Colin. We really appreciate your time this morning and look forward to having you back on the podcast soon. Thank you, Ashley. This has been another episode of Beltway Beef. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 